0: Coming to you from practice. Yep, this practice? practice. We're talking about practice, not talking about a game. Well, we are going to talk about a game. Yep. We're going to talk about a game, and we're going to talk about practice, and we're going to talk about your opinions and our opinions because this is a Smoking Guns podcast, a podcast so good we're getting confused for professionals at That's this. That's true. Uh, yeah, folks on our our social media are starting to say you guys aren't professional enough. Guess what? We're not professional.
1: We never said we were. It's been a we while since we you said it.
2: <laughs> but, you know, this is a show by fans for fans. That's true. We are fans. We're
0: fans. We're hanging out. We get some information from the team. We try to pass it on to you. We try to be a place where fans can hang out, talk football, football in San Antonio, football in San Antonio specifically uh, centered around the San Antonio gunslingers of the National Arena League, the 0-1 San That's
1: Antonio okay. gunslingers. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. You know what?
0: We started out 0-1 last year, and I'm not going to call it a success because we didn't hold a championship trophy up, but it wasn't a failure either.
2: No, it's entertaining. Quite quite a few parallels to last year, though, we might say. Yeah, we're going
0: to dive into all of that. Um, So uh, we're out here at practice. Uh, We're watching the guys uh, spend some time on some drills right now. I'm sure they'll get into some... uh, uh, offense versus defense stuff near the end of practice that tends to be their their uh pattern pattern but right now we're just watching well i guess we're watching some one-on-ones uh defenders and and receivers although they're all the same thing now right leo that's true yeah i mean
1: (laughs) iron man go both ways
0: iron man what so okay let's we got to start somewhere let's start there what did you did you even notice the Ironman portion of the game. I, I didn't, but I was in a weird spot.
1: I, I don't you were all over. What are you talking about? I That's
0: th- true. I was everywhere in the <laughs> Freeman Coliseum on Saturday night.
2: I don't think there was any way to not notice one guy in particular who was playing. You can't even say play in both ways because he played in all three aspects of the game. He was offense. He was defense. He was special teams. And he was really special on special teams.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, Somebody released I think the NAL released their their players of the week uh offense defense special teams. When I saw it all I could see before I scrolled up was offense and defense and I knew neither one of those were Gunslingers players. Just it wasn't our best game. We didn't win. There's a lot of things that you have to do to have that, title. that you know, player of the week kind of mentality. Yeah. But I could not see special teams and I was like, "You know what?" There's a possibility here. Yeah. That we mm-hmm. have a special teams candidate. It was not the guy you're talking about, but who are you talking about?
2: Kali Rashad. Kali
0: Rashad.
1: Yeah. Had a game. Awesome. Yes, he did.
0: He had a game. He uh and and for that matter, <laughs> he had a game and it wasn't even a perfect game because there were a couple of times. Uh, and Kali would probably be the first one to tell you that there were some missed opportunities uh, that could have given him an even better game. But even with those, couple um, of drops, yeah. He mm-hmm. he looked great. Uh, He didn't drop off at all from last season.
2: So, yeah, when the other team has to resort to a different strategy because of one player, you know that that player is making a real difference. Right. Definitely
1: making an impact.
0: And he's returning kicks, (laughs) and so uh, the Orlando Predators decide. And I think it had to be a decision. I don't think that that was absolutely. Uh, that they're just going to kick the ball out of bounds and give it to us halfway down the field, 25 yard line, <laughs> as, as opposed to kick to Kali Rashad. And then late in the game, they they kind of abandoned that and they were like, "Nah, we'll kick it to it one him.
2: time." Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and he ran yeah. it all the way back.
1: But they were definitely yeah. consistent. It was at the same spot.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was
1: totally intentional. Yeah, there was
0: one suite down
2: there getting a lot of yep, footballs. a
1: lot of footballs. So that also that
2: decision also affected ownership in a way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and well, they
1: lost a lot of balls.
2: Well, yeah, and everybody, you know, because you know the balls that, that go out into the stands, so the fans can keep them.
0: I want to get I want to get some <laughs> clarification from the team. I haven't asked this question. I've asked the team a ton of questions over the past few days. Um, this is one I have not gotten to them yet. If at the game they mentioned if the ball goes into the stands, uh, keep it as a souvenir, and then they said courtesy of the NAL. Okay. So I'm wondering if the NAL furnishes those. Possibly. Or if uh, the team pays for them. I, I don't know the answer right now. From what
2: I've been led to believe in conversation, no. the Each team is responsible for paying for those balls. And from what I heard, a case of balls costs, oh, baby, quite a lot.
0: Probably pretty expensive. Yeah, and Hector <laughs> <laughs> Garcia just checked in and said, yes, they do. They cost a lot. <laughs> I think a
2: case is, I think I, I heard it was 36 balls. And at the end of the game, they had gone through an entire case. Oh, my
1: Lord. That many?
2: And, yeah. And we're talking. It was all those kicks, though. For a case, we're talking triple digits. We're not talking in the hundreds. We're talking triple digits. Hector, wow.
0: Hector Garcia, the uh, one of the ownership group here, is checking in, and he says the team pays for them. Oh, okay. But the National Arena League provides them. Ah, And that they lost 20. Hey, Sochi. Sochi checking in. You're supposed hey to be out here.
1: Yeah, but I heard you're working. That's what your <laughs> husband said. That's what you told him. I'm sticking with that story.
0: You're working and you're checking in on. And we got some soccer players moving over to our field. We kind of took oh, took the spot on an empty field here because we thought we would be safe.
1: I'm not safe. I Hopefully hope
0: we, we are. don't get
2: hit with a ball over here. We're
0: right behind a goal. I think we'll be okay. I hope we'll be okay. Uh, we'll find out.
2: Uh, we'll find out. Right?
1: No one said anything to us.
0: Nope. Well, they're all looking at us right now like they're gonna say something to us. But
1: we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that
0: when we deal with that.
1: Yeah, we'll keep on trucking along.
0: So, uh, so the Ironman football. What, what, uh, what were your thoughts, Leo? First week, lots of bugs in it. Uh, commissioner of the league was running around and checking, um, checking substitutions and all that kind of thing out. Um, it was, it was a buggy kind of system. It looked like to me. It didn't look like anybody was really comfortable with it, including. Officials, oh gosh, um, coaches, yeah. So, yeah, players—a
2: lot of kinks to be worked out. Yeah, definitely a lot of kinks.
0: So, uh, but but what were your thoughts on it up to this point? Uh,
2: I think um, the officiating left a lot to be desired, but you got to play through that. Uh, I think uh, the going both ways—you um, know—conditioning is a big part of the game, and I think we saw some of that. With line play, um, in particular, uh, coverage, uh, defensive backs—you know—they're out there running every single play, trying to keep up with these receivers, and uh, that's definitely a a tall task. Um, Yeah, there's 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 a lot there's a lot to be worked on for next week. That's for sure.
1: Well, I know some of the referees are from last season, right? Oh yeah. And there was it was at least two. Yeah, it was so funny because at one point. Um, I guess the Predators said they called a timeout. I didn't see any signal for a timeout. So I'm yelling and saying, that's not a timeout. That's not a timeout. Literally three of the owners turned to me and said, where's your yellow flag? So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to bring them back. Right? And then I did end up talking or meeting one of the wives of the referees, number 19, and uh, she said that, I believe she said that he also was the referee from last year, but that he still had a lot to learn. So that's coming from one of the wives.
0: <laughs> so I can tell you that at the end of the game, if you did not see this on the broadcast, um, you, you may have missed it. The commissioner of the league grabbed this official group, which I've got to believe is going to be our official group through most of the home games here in San Antonio. He grabbed them, pulled him aside, talked to him for about 15 minutes.
1: Oh, that's good. Just,
0: good. just coaching them up, just letting them know this is a new league for them. It's some new rules for them. Um, you would love for them to be more prepared. I think they. I, I think the, the officials and the league would love for them to have been a bit more prepared. I, I will tell you, after watching some of the coverage all around uh, the National Arena League, this was not a San Antonio-specific issue uh-huh. as far as officiating. And I will say, and Leo, feel free to, to push back against me, I will say that I don't think the officiate I think the officiating was um, not the best. I would even call it poor, but it was not unfairly poor.
2: No, it there was were bad
0: calls on both, both sides. On both sides. Yes, I think sure. I think it evened out. It, you can talk all you want to about a missed uh, pass interference call in the end zone on Kali Rashad, and you're absolutely right. It was there. Right. But I can also tell you that there were we were gifted a touchdown on this uh This fumbled snap that Trey Harlan picked up and ran all the way into the end zone in the third quarter. That was a gift. That was a gift. That that play should have been blown dead. I've watched it several times, and no matter what actually happened, whether it was a a botched snap where he he jiggled the ball and caused a false start or we were off sides, either way, the the play should have been blown dead right there. Yep. Um, And so the fact that the play wasn't blown dead and we picked up the ball and ran it in was a gift.
1: Well, what I heard is that the referees cannot use the big screen to tell the calls unless they have like an additional um, equipment. So if they had an iPad or if they had something else that they could review – on the field then they could use that to reverse or look at it but if just looking on the big screen they could not go off of that no. so hopefully yeah, so next time they'll be able to bring an ipad or something so they can use that to review some of the plays that were in question
0: there was some talk about getting some monitors of some sort to be able to have them review plays uh i don't know i don't know how any of that's going to work out but you're right they can't use the jumbotron in right. the you know they, they're not going to watch what we're watching. watching. So when when coaches when players are pointing up it at the jumbotron, just look up there. They can't. Yeah. Um. And they know that. So the officiating, yes. I, I would even go so far as to say it's poor. And hey, we know those guys listen. That's true. Uh, last year, they they approached us. Same guys. Yep. Uh, approached us and said, "Hey, we heard your show. Great." Um. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying what I was saying last year at this uh, or, or late in the season last year because late in the season last year. Um, you'd had some time in the league, and we were still not seeing improvement. No. And, and some of that was on the league. Like, I think the AAL is a poorly run league. I think I've made that pretty clear. Have I, have yes, I made have. that pretty clear? Clear as mud. Um, yes. So, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't I, – I'm, I'm not ready to say they're terrible officials yet, and I think the, the poor officiating did not cause the loss. No. Um, there were things that caused this loss, but they, it wasn't official's.
1: You can't point the finger to the, just that one thing.
0: Um, no. What uh, What were your thoughts about the... What do I want to talk about? God, there's so much to talk about, Leo. Okay,
1: I will talk about one thing that I noticed. Okay, so, of course, the same issues that... Uh, Irked me last season, irked me now. I understand there's no porta-potties, right? Because most (laughs) Spurs players, most Spurs fans, they come, park, and they're trying to run into um, the stadium to watch the game. Right, because we're right next door to the AT&T Center. So I understand that they don't have a porta-potty. However, when um, some of the females tried to go into the restroom, right, they said that they couldn't go in, and if they went in, they couldn't come back out. So that was a little disappointing. Of course, I pulled my media credentials and I was able to go in. <laughs> and then and then then they said they had to o- escort me to the restroom. So I thought escort okay, walk me to the door. Oh no. They were inside the restroom with me, not in my stall, but in there waiting for me. So I thought that was a little bit too much. That's weird. Um, and then the other thing, as soon as we were able to cuz we I passed out shots we celebrated uh, Michael's birthday. Jello so, shots, yeah. yeah. So yep. we did. We did. Had some fun out there. Met some of the guys from um, one of the sponsors, the plumbing guy. I can't remember his name. And it, we all got free shirts from is him.
0: The, the the company's name is Last Call Plumbing. Last yep.
1: Call Plumbing, yes. Yeah. So we'll give a little shout out. They were out to giving them. out uh, free, free shirts. Yep.
0: Free gunslinger shirts.
1: All right, So I'm wearing uh, one we all, right we, now. We all got one of those. Um, and then, so we went inside, and as soon as we were looking for our seats, Martha and I, we saw a woman there who looked pretty upset. And I, so we stopped and we said, "Are you okay?" She's like, "No." She goes, "All I have is cash, and they only take cards." Yes. I was like, "What?" She I goes, had somebody my, else mention this to my, me today? My grandson um, is William. He's out here, and I have. I'm thirsty, and I just want something to drink. I'm like, "Come on, we're gonna get you something to eat and to drink," and so that should have been out there somewhere that if you're gonna come to the game make sure that you have a card because they were not taking cash
0: yeah we'll make sure we we and Hector's on right now and he's telling us not gunslinger's fault I think that's, on that's that floor not, body. and it's
1: not. not I'm yeah. just trying to uh, educate however a lot of the people we do for the need next to, game
0: we do need to get the word out that the Freeman Coliseum is card only including parking um, they're not taking cash from anybody so bring your card um, or load it up on a on a prepaid card I guess yeah. if you want to do it that way but they're not gonna take cash from you, so
1: and be aware of 15 that. Dollars.
0: Parking's fifteen. I
1: thought it was gonna be twenty, so I saved five right. bucks.
0: Right, so it was cheaper than I thought. Um, yeah. So the Todd's already asked about uh, how is Javen Kilgo looking out on the practice field tonight. So um, oh, I guess we're gonna have to address this. Uh, Javen Kilgo is not practicing tonight. He yeah. is uh, dealing with an injury of some sort. He's in um, a sling. I'm not going to say a whole lot more about it. There, it seems like he'll be out for a couple of weeks, uh, which means that uh, they're going to be struggling at the quarterback position for uh, this next game against the Lions. I talked with uh, the GM, uh-huh. Jonathan Young, for a few minutes tonight, and he said, we're just going to have to make do. Yep. Um, we're going to have to run with Nico. I think that's Nico Kramer. And. Yes. Uh, and uh, we're going to have to work with him. And we may even run some special packages with some other guys occasionally. And um, if all us
1: fails, uh, Philip you'll join, right? Right. Yeah.
0: If all us fails. That's um, what we do here
1: I'll at throw the podcast. I'll a jersey. That's and, what we do uh, here.
0: And we won't. I mean, here's the thing. When I take the field as quarterback for the San Antonio Gunslingers, we won't win the game, but we will lose in such epic fashion True. that it will go down in the annals of history forever. So we will have a historical night in yes. the historic Freeman Coliseum.
1: And then, if anyone asks, have you ever played arena football? You can then say, I can say yes. There then you I can go. Say
0: yes, as a matter of fact, I have.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure
2: that uh, Nico appreciates uh, that is is uh, uh, the the option they're going to be going with, Philip. So, well, well, just a. Uh, Put, put, put the, just, again, put that idea on the back burner for a little if while. If we here. want to
0: make history, I mean, either way, really, because it could be history. We could historically lose the game and like set records, and or, ever- and
1: everyone will talk about it.
0: Or it could be like this. Uh, it could be like the uh, uh, what's the dude's name, Vince uh, Papali. It could be, it, oh, it could be the. Yeah. It could be the next Disney sports movie, and I take the field. This forty-two-year-old uh, guy <laughs> with bad knees and a terrible ankle. Um, and who can't run from, uh, you know, the goal post to the 50, uh, 25 yard line and takes the field history. and leads them to a win over the Columbus Lions. Like, this could be, this could be a thing. It could be epic. Could be. All right. Maybe. What do you think, Leah? No. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> You're so positive.
0: <laughs> so that's what, that's, that's what we're going to be looking at, uh, right now for, um, uh, for a quarterback situation. I will tell you um Jonathan is burning up the phone lines right now to see if he can find other options like right now. Like I'm watching him pace back and forth with his earbud in his ear working on seeing if there are other options out there. Um they are not passively sitting aside and and just uh waiting for uh Javen to get well again. Uh Sochi checks in and she says, "Hey, you know, we're on it. We're working on it. We're, we're going to get it back there as quickly as we can, and I believe that. Injuries are part of the game. It's something that you have to deal with. And it brings us to another point that I didn't know we'd get into this early. Which is? But the quarterback play on Saturday night, which was – okay. Um, what's the best way to characterize it, Leo? Streaky? Uh,
2: streaky is exactly uh, the word that I would have eventually found because, <laughs> yeah, that's – that sums it up uh, pretty well. Now, I mean, to be fair, first game. First game. Uh, people got to remember, training camp is only was only a couple of weeks. There's yeah. a lot Three to weeks, be yeah. worked in. You know, uh, offense, new players, new offense, new coach. The offense is always the last thing to get worked out. Defense comes a lot faster than offense in those situations, every time. You know, um, so. You know, there were some moments where, where Javin looked uh, pretty good and did some did some good things, and there were some moments where he made some, you know, questionable decisions. Um, one of the criticisms we saw on our Facebook post from, from a, a fan was, you know, the quarterback play. Um, but, you know, the guys that were doing the broadcast, two guys that have spent a lot of time around arena football, one of them actually was a quarterback mm-hmm. in arena football, a very uh, you know well-established quarterback, and they had some good things to say about about uh, performance. They weren't uh, they weren't overly critical of him, and uh, they didn't seem to be overly concerned. So, uh, not to say, especially in the situation now where we know that you know he's not at 100 uh, percent, not to say that it's it's not something to be concerned with. But I think patience is is a key here. Um, We can't jump to conclusions over, you know, a single-game performance. So,
0: I will say this for the whole team, but really, Javin specifically, did not have a bad game. He had a bad quarter. If you go back and watch the game, he does well in the first quarter. Very well. And he pulls it back together in the third and fourth quarter, at least in a passable way. Right. He still misses some throws. He still has some first-game jitters. All of that is true. Um, He really – he really – Pulled an amber herd uh, that's pooped the bed for those of you that aren't keeping up with the Johnny Depp trial. Uh Uh, Oh, okay. He really really struggled in the second quarter. Right. Like, like that's where things kind of fell apart. Um, Which is interesting because, I don't know about you guys, I went into halftime going... This is not good.
1: No, it's not good. Well it wasn't at that time. Uh, no. This
0: this we, we could get embarrassed here. Um, I don't think we got embarrassed. No, we did not. And I know some people are, are pointing out, well, you know, they they went with their second string quarterback. The second string quarterback is is not a slouch. hmm He's a solid player as well, Connor Kagey. Um, so this idea that they laid back, uh, the Orlando Predators laid back and allowed San Antonio to get within one possession of them to end that game is foolishness
1: because they, um, um, they wanted to win they wanted to win and they wanted
0: to uh, make a statement there was not you know I, I didn't see any point look you couldn't watch Lonnie Outlaw play in that game and say they were taking a break or they were taking it easy on the gunslingers right um, Lonnie Outlaw is an all NAL guy and he's going to be again this year if he keeps putting up uh, play like he did the other day like like he did on Saturday yeah um they this idea that they took it easy on the Gunslingers in no, the second half. That. And that's why we got so close. No. It's just yes. not there.
1: Yeah. Well, I was talking to some of the guys. Um, I got here a little bit before y'all did. And so I was talking to Cody Brooks. And he said it was a, a slow start.
0: Okay. He said um, they
1: finished strong. They that's just, true. They just ran out of time.
0: That's true. I mean, that's accurate. Um, sticking with quarterback play for a second, though. Because, oh, okay. I mean, that's a, that's a conversation that we heard a lot. Mm-hmm. We asked. What were your opinions on things? And one of the things that a lot of people mentioned is quarterback play. Um, I will remind you that last year we lost our first game. Yep. That's true. Last year, our quarterback was one of the weaker spots in the team in that game. Was that fair? Yes, fair. he
2: struggled. Okay. Yep. He struggled. And he was inex- it was inexperienced. It was his first start in arena football. And? Just like this year. And we were going against a team with a, an experienced quarterback running the you know opposing team, just like uh, this game. So, a lot of parallels.
0: So there's some parallels there. That that is not to say that uh, Javin, when he gets uh, Javin, am I saying that right? Uh,
2: I've heard Javin on the broadcast. They were saying Javen, so, Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, that's not to say he's going to come out and and follow exactly the same trajectory that David did. That may not happen, or it may. Um, just there's no reason to panic at this point. There's no reason to overreact, overreact, and knee jerk and say, you know, we gotta, we gotta run out there and fight. And here's the other thing I would say. And we got a lot of uh, comments about. Uh, well, we got one comment, in, well, let's get into that. You know, you know what? Let's take a break right here. Um, we've been on for a second. We need to move our table a little bit. I wanna, I wanna slide up out of the way because we're about to get hit with a soccer ball. Um, <laughs> And we're going to slide our table over a little bit so that we're safer. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about one particular comment we got, because I think we all have something to say, um, or at least two of us do, about this particular comment. We want to kind of pick things apart and give this guy his 15 minutes that he so sorely wants, and then we're going to move on. Um, So stick with us right here. Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be right back after this. smoking guns podcast philippine mouth from rc woods uh leo yamas and we're safe now
1: thank god don't worry yeah
0: it was a it was a ordeal
1: y'all were scared for me i could see it in your eyes yeah you're, you're <laughs> back to those guys <laughs> playing we're like
2: i was just waiting for that ball to just come
0: but we are now we're now getting to watch practice on one side of the field and some soccer on the other side of the field we're looking at all of it it's great
1: it is
2: yeah, it's a so lot of fun. Apparently, the gunslingers don't have the whole field rented anymore like they did. You know, yeah, we thought they
0: years. did. Uh, so we set up in a spot that ended up being a bad spot. That's our, our bad. We learn. We learn as we go.
1: It's a learning experience.
0: We're not professionals, which, hey. <laughs> what? <laughs> that brings me to an interesting conversation I had with a gentleman on Facebook on Sunday. Yeah,
2: I think yeah. it was Sunday. Yeah, I think it was Sunday.
0: So on Sunday, we posted on our Smoking Guns podcast uh, page asking for everybody's opinion. Good, bad, ugly, we want to hear it all. And we still do. Always. Um, We want to know what you think of what's going on. Um, And we'll talk about it here. And we're not, as we've talked about before, we're not sponsored by the team. Uh, We can say what we want to say, do what we want to do. They might get mad at us. That's okay. Yeah. Um, They've been mad at me before. They'll be mad at me again. I'm sure that's fine. Yeah, so we got a comment from a guy who centered specifically on quarterback play. As far as I could tell, um, he was very upset with the coach and the quarterback and the coach playing favoritism. I'm trying to quote here, um, but I don't know if I can. But he was he was sick of the favoritism, and he didn't think Javon Kilgo should be the quarterback. Well, let, me, let, me, let me say a couple of things first. If you think any coach in any league anywhere doesn't have the guys he trusts and the guys he doesn't, that's foolish. And if you call that favoritism, you, I, I guess you can. He doesn't like me. He doesn't trust me. But it's his job. And so even little league coaches have guys they trust and guys they don't. And so if he trusts Javen over other quarterbacks – then uh, that's that that's, if you call that favoritism, I guess you can. But yeah. that's just how it works. That's how sports work, that's how that's, anything works. Yeah, that's that's right. how the world works. Exactly. Uh, bosses in every profession have guys they trust and guys they don't.
1: And they bring on some people that they're they put their trust in, that they have their confidence in. Right. As Part every of the sport. everywhere, every business.
0: Yeah. So there was a lot of and, and what I ended up finding out is or what I ended up understanding as we continue to have this conversation. Is that this is somebody who is a friend of uh, our former quarterback David Olvera? David we and I have a name? I- huh? Should we mention his?
1: No, name? No. Mention okay. his name? No, I'm not going to mention his name. I have no desire
0: whatsoever to do that. Got it. Okay. Um, but he is a friend or family or something. He is a fan of David Olvera, which I think is great. I think it's wonderful that you're supporting your guy and that you're upset that your guy is not here. But let me clear the air very specifically because I went and got sources. I went and made sure I knew what I was talking about before I had this conversation today on the air. We oh,
1: have the owner coming over. when the GM. GM
0: when uh, we made our way through the season, we had about five or six quarterback options around here. Yeah, two of that... them failed to report. Yep. Just didn't show up. Didn't. Didn't. Wouldn't. weren't interested in playing in San Antonio for whatever reason. They yeah. didn't want to travel here. Didn't want to stay here for a few months. Whatever. Um, they did not report. So that takes two guys out. We had another quarterback, Landon, who we talked about on our last show, I think. Landon, no?
1: Yeah, Landon, yeah. Noe, uh, Or know. no. No, Noe.
0: He uh, got an opportunity to take the firefighter test and got accepted into firefighter school.
1: Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. That's life. We're
0: certainly not, we, like I make the decision. Yeah. The team was certainly not going to hold him back from that opportunity. Uh, that is his future. That is his career. And we're not going to keep him from doing that just so he can play football for us and that's exciting for him and we're glad to see that happen now uh we've got two quarterbacks left in camp we've got javen kilgo yep and we've got david olvera
2: what oh yes at the time
0: at At that time. time yes my understanding and i've checked my sources on this is that david called the team and stepped away i'm not sure why I could make some guesses, but I'm not going to do that because I don't know his motivation. And if he wants to talk to me about that, he knows how to reach me. Um, But he made the decision to step away from the team, which means our only quarterback option going into Saturday night was Kelga. So you can like him or you cannot like him. You can think he needs more work or maybe he'll never be the quarterback that he needs to be. You can you, you you're entitled as a fan to have any of those opinions, but understand There was no other option. True. That was the options we had. So I tried to explain that to this particular gentleman. He turned at that point and started talking about us as a podcast. This is where I figured out that he didn't like us Uh and where I I discovered that, oh, he's got some animosity towards us. Um, And started talking about how we're not, and we've already joked about this, we're not professionals at this. We just say what we hear. We should only say the truth. Um, as if the guy has never heard sports talk radio or a news program in their life, in his Fox life. News. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to go there, <laughs> but yeah, no, we take information that we get from the team and other sources. We get it out to you as fans because that's what we are. And mm-hmm. so we take the, the, we take the information that we have as fans. We push that out to you because you're fans too. And we think that you'll appreciate that information and it will enrich your uh following this team and this game so um then he may be mad so at that point i'm not mad like you don't think i'm professional i'm not i don't care that's fine then he started going after uh our our podcast by name and here's my thing and i hope he's listening and if he's not i don't care um but he probably is because he seemed like he listened a lot the way yeah. he talked. He seemed like he listened all the time. So At I hope least he's listening.
2: recently, yeah.
0: So I hope he's listening. Here's the deal. Uh you can come after me. You you think that I don't like your friend, your family member, whatever he is, that's fine. Uh you can come after me. I'm kind of uh the jerk of the podcast. I'm the one that says what, what I think. No. I'm the one that has the the um I don't know. I'm curmudgeonly. I'm not very likable. I get all of that. I understand that. Um, You can come after me. That's fine. But the two people that sit next to me and do this podcast never said anything untoward or bad about anybody, like ever. RC and Leo are the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Um, They support this team. They love this team. Uh, They love the guys that play on it. They support everybody 100%. Um, Leo does call things as he sees them pretty often, but he always does it in the nicest way he possibly can. And <laughs> RC just is a big cheerleader and she's always made that clear. So at the point you start going after these two people that sit next to me, I'm done with you, bro. Uh, I'm finished. Pound in, get off our page, move on. Um, and, and frankly, I'm done talking about you because, uh, at the point you start attacking, my friends uh, and the people that have no reason whatsoever to get attacked, uh, you're just being a jerk. And, and it takes one to know one. I get that. I'm a jerk sometimes. But you're just being a jerk. That's all you're doing. That's all you're trying to accomplish. You're just trying to get your 15 minutes. So there you go. I've talked about you on the podcast. You can message me or call me out on Facebook and do whatever you're going to do. That's fine. Um, if you don't like the show, get off our page. Stop listening. Yeah. Move on with your life.
2: You don't have to follow us. You don't have to go on our page. You don't have to listen to the show. Right. You know, we are what we are. Um, just to, to kind of add on to that, uh, we started out as some of those that have been listening to us for a long time now. Three years. You know. Yeah. Uh, which is maybe why we sound professional and he thinks we're professional or others think we might be professionals because we've kind of gotten, you know, a a, a good vibe working with each other we, we've got this uh cohesiveness and and uh, uh we 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 can and, and as as i'm trying to to say this i'm i'm getting uh, lost for words here because it, it really kind of right, you rubs need to be me more the wrong pro- way you
0: need to be more professional leah
2: <laughs> yeah yeah well there you go you see i'm just a, just a fan here not able to 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 get my words here in order uh, anyway w- we started out as fans um, and we did a show for fans, you know, it started back with the commanders, um, back when the gunslingers were starting up, we were invited the to meet
0: San Antonio gun, uh, uh, commanders, not the Washington
2: commanders. Right. So That's right. We
0: have to start saying that.
2: Now. Yeah. Right. We were invited to come out and meet with ownership and talk. We didn't ask for it. We didn't look for it. We were said, Hey, uh, we want you to meet with some people. And then they brought it up to us and they asked us to do this, uh, this, uh, podcast and, you know, kind of. Gear our show towards covering uh, this team because they knew that we were covering all football in San Antonio, all professional football. Um, so we've done that, and I mean, apparently, we're doing something right because we've got people that are still with us to this day after you know a couple of years, even when we had no team to cover. That's true, <laughs> and they st- have stuck around. So, uh, apologies if we're not up to snuff for, for some of you guys, uh, apologies if you think we don't know what we're talking about. Um, but you know we're just like you, except that we decided to do something uh, with our our time and effort and money because it does cost us mm-hmm. uh, to do this. We don't get paid. We're not. We're we're, we're far prof- pro- from professional in the manner of that we get compensated to do this because we really don't. Uh, we do have very gracious sponsors in the past and very gracious patreons that support our efforts. Yep. Um, but far be it from the word professional, but thank you for uh, the compliment in yeah. that manner.
0: So here's and, the deal. I'm done with you now. Uh, I'm I sorry. RC, say, you go ahead. Okay. I
1: Please. just wanted to say, you know, we all have full-time jobs. We're all professional in what, what we do. And we love the sport. We love the team. We love the players. And I, you know, don't know a hundred percent about football. And I always say my podcast brothers is more like a family. I talk to y'all more than I talk to my brothers, my real brothers. And so, one attack attack against one of us is attack attack against all of us, you know. And you know, we have people from different countries listening to us. And the great thing about this country, true, you have a right to turn us off, right? Yeah. And that's the greatest thing. Don't listen. It's so easy. But you know, we've always, I at least for myself, I've always tried to be very positive. uh, Always try to like promote be the biggest cheerleader and I started all this because I wanted to be a good mom to my mom to my daughter she's studying sports management I thought well maybe this could help her for so sure. I'm just trying to be a good mom I never claimed to be anything else but that
0: so there you go guy um, you wanted to get our ire up you wanted us to talk about you apparently we've done that we've talked about you now for 12 minutes and 15 seconds right now and that's 12 minutes longer than we should have talked about you so moving on uh, as we watch uh have you seen anything over here at practice we're, we're kind of a ways away it's kind of hard to keep an eye on what's going on practice wise and our It's very our distracting comments
2: there's a lot going on there's a lot yeah, going on there's around a lot this. going on i have my godson we're, we're here not looking not gonna, for kisses
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're probably not going to have a whole lot of insight on what's going on with this practice right now but we do have a lot to talk about over what happened this past weekend yeah and, and so let's get expect. back yeah, around to the game forward. yep
0: um Stars of the game. We had this conversation a couple of days ago on our social media that we have between the three of us. Um, stars of the game. I think Kali
2: Rashad, definitely and Cody, Brooks. Mentioned Cody, and Cody Brooks. Cody Brooks has to be. Uh, he balled out on defense he did really did he did um and on special teams you could say as well because he had a couple of block kicks yeah one of them he, he blocked, blocked one with of a them. piece of his body that you don't want to really nope. have much contact with <laughs> anything at all nope I think every guy in the in the Coliseum really felt that one and was feeling for uh, poor Cody and he
0: walked it right off like I went back and watched the the broadcast again and he walked it right off like he never made a big deal about it and he just walked it right off it was great Doug White says Tray. Trey. Uh, Harlan, I'm yeah. sure he's talking about Trey Harlan. Trey Harlan played well. I want to see some more from him. Um, Todd Mintz has talked a lot about this. Todd's on right now. He's talked a lot about the need for a running game. I think you're right, Todd. And I think Trey Harlan is a guy that can probably add that wrinkle in. Problem is, um, about midway through that second quarter, we weren't thinking about running the ball anymore. Yeah. We were playing catch-up football, and a lot of that is passing the ball. Um, so in a, in a different situation, I think you may see, and frankly, going into the week, we're going to have to go into quarterback wise. We may see a lot more running. We may see a yeah. lot more of a running game. They may have yeah.
2: to. Trey definitely balled out though. And was a big part of why we wore, you know, on
0: both sides. He was yeah. one of those guys that you, he made impacts on both sides of the ball.
1: And he came late. I was here that day that they had the media and he showed up in like regular shorts and like a polo. And he was out there practicing with the guys, and I talked to him a little bit. He's from Baylor, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'm here to make a difference." And he really did, you know. So that was what, like a week before the game that we had that media day. Mm-hmm.
0: Doug yeah. says we need to we need more from the line. Yes. Are you talking offense or defensive line? Or both. Curious, because <laughs> um, I thought the defensive line did okay. I they did. Okay. Uh, Cato, the quarterback for Orlando, is an escapable guy. He can move around and make things happen.
2: Very mobile quarterback. And frankly, yes.
0: I think that's something you're going to have to have in a quarterback in this league. I don't think a pocket passer is going to be the kind of guy, unless they're just head and shoulders, You know, unless they've just got a football head where they can see coverages break down as it happens. Um, otherwise, you're going to need somebody that moves around. Doug says, more offensive line. I think you're right. Um, Javen's. Some of Javen's issues on Saturday night were not so much Javen's issues. You brought this up, Leo. No. You were watching the the broadcast, and you were the one that came to me and said, "Hey, have you noticed something? What did you notice?"
2: Yeah. So there were particular guys on our offensive line that were struggling mightily. Uh, the gunslingers tried to make some adjustments. They, you know, they they brought in guys like like Trey, and uh, I, I didn't catch the name of the other it was, number was eleven. It
1: Dante Angus. Um,
2: no, Dante Angus is, is uh, the, big, the big guy in He's the middle. He's a big guy, yeah. yeah. Um, they, they definitely were struggling at points uh, to protect Javin, give him a little time, um, and even bringing the extra guy in, the, the fullback, running back, to come in and, and pick up, uh, you know, assist with that. Then they would blitz with the linebacker and end up having Javin running from, you know, the linebacker is coming from blitzing, and then oftentimes another guy... Who happened to get by the offensive lineman uh, on the edge uh, that you know was tasked to 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 block him? So that's definitely something that the gunslingers uh, need to, to work on and and look at, and I'm sure they'll make some adjustments and and uh, plan for that for next week. But uh, that was definitely one of the the spots in in game one that needed some work.
0: Yeah, for for sure. I mean. Hey, quarterbacks need time to find a receiver I, I did see a lot and i I saw this but I saw a lot of you say um, as we asked for your opinions that I know Greg said this I know jeremy Knox said this to me um, that uh, javin seemed to
2: single out yeah one he seemed receiver. to lock yeah. in on receivers early
0: yeah. um I watched some coverage from all of all around the league. I don't notice a lot of quarterbacks having time to look anybody off. There's just not a lot of time back there. Um, So even the quarterbacks that played really well in the NAL this week did not do a lot of progression or looking people off. Did you see that too? Did you watch any of the other games?
2: I did not get a chance to watch any of the other games, but that makes a whole lot of sense to me just on the, the timing and the speed of the game. I, I think these offenses are, are designed where you, you have option A and option B. If it's not there right off the bat, uh, then you can go to that. And But I, I don't think there's a whole lot of uh, C or D in, in any offense just because of the speed of the game.
0: Um, so quarterback play, line play, but ultimately um, – I think if you're a realistic Gunslinger fan, if we're just talking about play on the field, and that's that's what we've kind of settled on right now, we might need to move away from that here in a minute. But play on the field, here's the thing. They walked into a new league on Saturday night. True. And they were competitive. Yes, they were. They competed. In fact, if you take a couple of uh, uh, plays right. and, and flip them.
1: And some bad calls. Well, the calls, I think,
0: even out. Like okay. There were some for us and some for them, and I think all of that evens out. But if you take some of the, you know, there were two interceptions that were rough. Yeah. Um, there was a goal line uh, possession that did not turn into points for us in the fourth quarter. True. Penalties. Uh, penalties. I think that there was an uh, the Another thing, yeah. There were some big penalties for us. Um, if you take two or three of those and you flip them. Yeah. Um, you've got a different game. You've got a different result. To me, that means you're competing. You're competitive. right. right. And that's what we wanted. Like
1: That's what we want. Uh,
0: we all wanted a win on Saturday of night. Of course. Of course. But my real key was we need to come out into a new league that we've never been in before and compete. And if we compete, I'll feel okay. And I thought mm-hmm. we competed.
1: One thing I just wanted to mention, because, of, again, I don't know all the rules, and even some of the players have mentioned they don't know all the rules. they got to get better at that. When that one guy caught the ball, passed like the wall we don't even know if he caught it and that counted as a touchdown that was a little puzzling for me i know leo explained it to me but leo <laughs> wasn't able to explain it to everybody you know what i mean and so for those who did see that i guess that's legal right because they yes. they consider yes. that part of the field
2: right the wall is considered part of the end zone so but if do we you know can, if he
1: really caught the ball I, I, mean, I mean
2: there's the whole thing about maintaining maintaining possession all the way through the catch uh, but the assumption is, when you go over the wall, if you had possession as you hit the wall and went over, then that's a that's a touchdown.
1: See, that's a new rule for me, and that was a little iffy. So, I don't know if that helped anybody out, but I, if you saw it, you're probably like, "What?"
0: Sure,
2: got some oohs and ahs from everyone. In the yeah, costume, it was though.
0: impressive, and a lot of things were were impressive. It was it was there were athletic guys playing football. It was a yes. lot of fun. If you just took the score out of it and just watched the game. Um, you had fun.
2: A lot of men were having fun. It was definitely a lot of fun.
0: So on the field, things were good. Now let's talk about some things off the field. Doug, I already see you, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about some things off the field. All righty. Let's talk about first the um, – uh, some of the same issues that we had last year, although they were better this year. We had a scoreboard.
2: We did. We had a scoreboard. Uh-huh. We did
0: not have – a down marker anywhere the downs weren't being kept track of on the jumbotron for some reason one and zero (laughs) and i'm not sure why that was and then we did not have a down marker on the field Mm -hmm. one of those things has to get fixed by saturday night i'm sure uh in the works i'm sure hector and and jason are already on top of that but we have to have one even if it is just the flip down marker
1: yes where we can
0: look on the field and say okay it's third down but i had to walk up to people all and i was i was running around all over the place you were um but i had to stop and ask people all the time what down is this (gasps) i I have no (laughs) idea what down this is um so that needs that needs to be fixed quickly but yes. the scoreboard thing was fixed. Like, Excellent. we had a scoreboard, Love we it. knew what the score was, we knew basically what the time was. But speaking of time, I don't, I do know what happened. I was about to say, I don't know what happened with uh, with the time clock. I do actually know what happened. There was There was no specific clock operator sent with this officiating crew. The official that ran the clock is normally a substitute official, not a clock operator. Ah so there were issues you texted me during the game about some issues with time clock and certainly down toward the end of the game um there were lots of issues with clock operation the reason for that was we did not have a clock operator we had a substitution official that was doing his best to keep track of things and and frankly uh that only matters to us because we were the team that was behind (laughs) yeah that's true um, it, it could have affected either team. It just happened to affect us more than it right. affected the Predators. Um, and, and I have to believe that the league will fix that. The officials crew will fix that. I, in fact, I think that's a lot of what the discussion after the game with the commissioner was.
1: I'm sure it was. Um, yeah.
0: And so they're going to I – got to believe they're going to take care of those two issues, down and distance, uh, or down marker really, and the clock operation. We've talked about the officials. I'm going to give them a pass, and I'm going to say they're going to get better. Um, let's talk about the other elephant in the room or, frankly, not in the room because uh, there wasn't a full elephant in the room. Um,
1: are we talking about the sheriff? No. Nope. Oh. We're no. no. are talking about oh, the other elephants.
0: We're, we're talking about the Attend- attendance
1: number. Ah, uh, okay.
0: Attendance number was low. It was low. Yeah.
1: But I can tell you this. They had an excellent idea of bringing the Judson girls – dance team at halftime.
0: That was cool. Now,
1: the reason I bring that up for attendance because if you had walked around and if you had noticed, every other seat or every other little section had moms with blue shirts on. And I realized a lot of those in attendance, half of them were there for the halftime show. And as soon as the halftime show was over, the girls finished their dance, a lot of those people left. A handful stayed because they had that hot pink outfit on and I could spot them. But... That was an excellent idea, but at the same time, were, we're those really true fans that no, were in No, those no, no, they were
0: there for the show, uh, the, something special that was going on. And I think that the gunslingers hit on something that I think they need to hit on even more, and yes. that is promotion. There are, there are ways to
1: bring people in, uh, get seats people in the butts,
0: get people, get seats in the butts.
1: No, you butts in the seats. Yeah,
0: there you go. That's better. There you go. Uh, that, that's going to have to happen. I don't want a seat in my butt. No.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I feel like I have all seat in my butt. Um, so they're going to, I, I got to believe that they, they recognized what a boon that was to help
1: them. Yes, I hope so.
0: And that they will keep doing some of those kind of things. We know that they're doing a teacher appreciation night. I've asked a question to um, Hector recently about what, what kind of special promotions they might throw out for teacher appreciation Night. i think they're working on something i'm not sure
1: Yeah, i think i have it here let me see keep on talking because i know you will and i'll bring it up
0: uh todd Mintz, you're right it was about 700 people that's, that would have been my guess um and that's the number that somebody counted somebody said they counted and it was about 700 people hmm. uh carrie we're going to talk about that now so the big conversation around attendance is the tickets are too expensive let me let me preface this by saying there is no ticket price point that you aren't going to feel is too expensive.
2: Well, I keep seeing like people. I've heard some ridiculous things out there, like five bucks. Uh, you can't even go see a movie for five bucks, right? And are they saying you know, that because and,
1: and the USFL is like ten? People have to understand, and nobody's going to those games. Nobody is, <laughs> even at ten. Kids for free.
2: People, people have to understand everything that goes into the production of these games into making these games possible i mean we want quality players out there we want athletes so uh you know that that costs we, we pay the players you know we have to have uh you know sochi and, and her staff you know yep. athletic training out there that costs money uh you know the training facility that we're sitting in right now sporty that costs money uh, just the balls. We've talked about that. That costs money. There's a lot that goes into maintaining. we got to have a just, place
0: to play. Yep. you oh. got to have a field to play and on. And that's
2: a big one, Freeman Coliseum. Yeah. yeah.
0: we got to have a place to play. we got to have a field to play on. We've got to have dasher boards around the field. We have to have. Uh, electricity. Uh, we have to have electricity. Well, that's probably wrapped in the Freeman. We've got to have, by league mandate, we've got to have a broadcast, which means we've got to have, we got to pay somebody to do that. Security. We've got And I say we, we're not paying them. No. Um, but the team has to do all of these things. Everybody needs a cut of that money. Um, and, and let's be fair, the owners have to make money too. That's true. Um, if you've got ideas of where to cut on any of that, I'm sure they're listening. Um, because those are a lot of expenses that they have to make happen. And look. Uh, It's professional sports in 2022. That's expensive. Um, Some guy came on the other day and said uh, $140 because they ran a special for $140 for a family pack of tickets for $140 in the lower section of the stadium. And he goes, "Uh, you know, you can go to it. That's expensive for a Spurs game. Man, I don't know where you're getting your Spurs tickets, but I I need to talk to you some more because that is not expensive for a Spurs game.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, the um the family pack, it's a, a family four pack in the end zone seats, a hundred dollars. That's and the one
2: for
0: this coming weekend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's the, the te- one coming up this weekend. Teacher, We're talking about what they had last weekend.
1: Teacher Appreciation Night, um, Gunslingers versus the Lions. That's this um, Saturday, the thirtieth, at seven p.m. Yeah, if, so you, 20- if you if you want to
0: bring your ticket price down, you can buy season tickets. Yep. Although now you've already cut into one game of that. Um, they run promotions all the time. They have since they started selling tickets. Yep. yep. Uh, you just got to keep your eyes on Facebook. Uh, there are ways that you can save money. There are things that you can do, and they're not—they're not unaware that they—they they need to do what they can to promote and and get tickets cheaper. I get all of that. I understand everybody feels like it's expensive, but everything is expensive right now.
1: Everything. Like there
0: is nothing that you're doing in your life that is not expensive right now. Driving to work is expensive right now. It Everything is, is expensive, um, and these guys have to have to put a quality product on the field, have to have a field to put it on, have to have a place to put that field, and they have to make their own part of that money. Um, yeah. I, I know, I know. Yeah, I would love that the tickets were twenty bucks a piece. That'd be great. Maybe one day we'll get there when we get so many people in the stands that they can lower the price to yeah, that sure. and still be able to cover their expenses. But until we get to that point. This is what it has to be. Um, don't for a second think that they have raised the price to something ridiculous so they can stuff their pockets with money. We know these guys, that's not what's
1: happening here. Not at all.
0: Right?
2: No, that's definitely not what's what's going on. I think this, 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 uh, this promotion here, the $25 a ticket, and also I want to point out, uh, we mentioned it on our Facebook page because I did get confirmation. That's twenty-five, you know, or rather, should, I should say, hundred because it's a pack of four. Twenty-five per ticket. That is total price. That's that's your that's how much your seats will cost you. That includes fees and, and taxes. Uh, if if people are wondering, so you're not going to pay one hundred plus, you know, whatever. Ticketmaster fees. It's one hundred dollars for four seats, and you, that's a really good deal. It you is.
0: decide you want tickets for the game or you want season tickets. Tell you what you do. You go on the Facebook page. You find the phone number on there for the Gunslinger's office. Call them directly instead of buying your tickets through Ticketmaster. I had a buddy, came out to the game, decided on Saturday he was going to come out to the game, bought $30 tickets, paid $50 apiece for them because Ticketmaster is going to take a big, wet bite out of you when you go through Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster is evil, but they are a necessary evil. They are what they are. Um, They're going to make their money.
1: I think the number is 210... Two, six, seven, one, five, seven, five. I don't know. My vision's not as good. Can you repeat that?
2: Two, one, zero, two, six, seven, one, five, seven, five. Yeah, that's correct. There you go. And, and, you know, and right now, this week,
0: you call, call. right now. You get end zone tickets, which you're going to see everything just fine from the end zone. In fact, you got a better chance of walking away with a souvenir. That's true. On the end zone side. Um, you're going to get end zone tickets, a four-pack of those for $100. Bucks. Yeah. Um, that's a great deal. It just is you there's nothing you can do with a family of four that costs less than a hundred bucks anyway
2: right no way so i just want to point out like i mean the main thing is getting the word out there the main thing is getting people to come out and see what this experience is like because as far as i know i haven't talked to a single person that was at the game and said you know what i didn't get my money's worth i didn't have fun every person i've talked to that you know was at the game they've all said that they had a great time so i know personally from my experience there's a couple people from work that weren't at the game but heard about about it from my buddy that was at the game and for me and they're going to go this saturday so i i really think right now the the strongest thing the best thing we can do the strongest way to get this out there is word of mouth from the fans that are already going i mean how many people have you told about your experience at the game this last saturday we need to start just letting people know and saying, "Hey, this is a lot of fun." They, you know, they didn't win the game, but despite that, it was very inter- entertaining. They came back. We had a great time. Yeah, um, I, I, I just think we need to do our part because, yes, media is sorely needed as far as exposure. Not for lack of effort from the team; they've invited the local media to come out and cover and do stuff. And and you're seeing some of turning. that right now. You're starting yeah. to see a little bit of that, but that's just going to take time. And I think we can accomplish a lot more, at least at this point in time, where we're at right now with this team, by just telling everyone we know.
1: Like how you share all those TikTok videos, start sharing some of the um, anything that the promotions from the Gunslingers. You know, you can share anything that we have on our Smoking Guns podcast.
0: One of the things that we've always kind of uh, been pushing towards on this podcast is professional football in San Antonio, whatever that looks like. If it's XFL, if it's uh, you know AAF back right. in the day, that's true. Um, AAL, I guess if you count that as professional, um, <laughs> or NAL football. We want professional football in San Antonio. Look, folks, if you want professional sports in San Antonio, it's going to cost professional sport money. That's true. Um, and if you if you if we can't support an NAL team forget the idea of the XFL or the USFL or the NFL ever coming here. If you're not supporting this side of things, like this kind of stuff is a marker for people that want to invest
2: in this market. Absolutely agree on all of this. Um, I I do want to do something though here. I want to offer a little bit of tough love. Um, As we talk very positively and say a lot of, you know, a lot of good and, and obviously we support this team. We support, the, the players we support the ownership there's also some things that need to be addressed. There's things that there's things that the gunslingers that the ownership can do better to make this make this work. And and there's a couple of things that I know at least from my experience that I want to say because I've heard it from fans and, and they're right. There there there's no really argument, there's no excuse for, for some of the things that have happened that gone on. And so, you know, I'm just gonna say this, sorry, uh, my apologies to to the owners and all involved with the gunslingers. Um, this is not me necessarily calling you out or or cr- being critical in a bad way, but more of a little bit of tough love saying, you know, come on, man. Th- 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 these are some things that we can do better that will help your, your cause. Um, so like one of the things that that uh, some people have come out and talked about is, hey, you know, we came we came to the game. We we paid money uh, ahead of time for jerseys. You know, we were promised uh, T-shirts uh, for putting our money out up front and getting um, season tickets. And where are those? Like nobody has told us how. to I mean, I had people reaching out to me but how do we get these because we talked about the t-shirts on the show before so they knew that i was going to be looking for my t-shirt they said where do we go how do we get these t-shirts how do we get these jerseys we're excited we want to wear our jerseys to the game you know what guys i didn't get my jersey either i didn't get my t-shirts and was i disappointed yeah i was ve- i was really disappointed mm-hmm. I'll, I'll i'll be honest i was very disappointed coming up to the game where i'm like hey guys w- you know uh we were promised these things you know what what's going on and there was not really much of a response it just didn't happen we just didn't they they weren't there so and and i understand there's a lot going on logistically a lot of preparations to be uh made uh but communicate that with your fans guys communicate so so that we have an expectation
0: i might have an answer for you yeah go for Uh, um i did talk to hector about this specifically and uh i I, somebody commented on the page and i clipped that comment out sent it to him and said hey it's something we need an answer for. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he, he ultimately pointed to some supply chain issues. A lot of this stuff is coming over from China. Um, we know that there are supply chain issues in almost everything. Go try to buy noodles at Hub right now. Um, and I'm not saying that. Uh, that. So here's the deal. That is that is a reason that you may not have been able to fulfill your promise. Those things happen. you got to communicate that. True. If you communicate that out, out front, you have less people that are upset.
2: Yeah, they're they're starting off their experience at the game and they're already upset, you know, before the games even started, right. before a kickoff, before seeing anything of this product that you're offering. And they're already sitting there upset because I didn't get my T-shirts, I didn't get my jersey and I paid this money, it, you know, and, and was promised these things and, and they're just not there. Uh, you know, it comes across as if you don't care. And we know that's not the case. Right.
0: We but- we know for a fact that's not a case, but other people don't have the same access to them that we do. Yep. And so you got you got to you got to communicate those things. It, things happen. Like, I think everybody in the world after the last two years understand that things happen and they happen that you don't expect to slow things down or mess things up. Um, we all learned that over the last two years. But you just got to the, the communication be important Um, and I could make excuses for them because you got four guys five guys six guys whatever it is that put together a whole football game on Saturday night and dealt with things that they didn't realize were going to be issues like dasher boards that they had to fly to South Carolina and drive back and some of that kind of stuff like that stuff happens and I could sit here and tell you well there was this and there was that and there was this but Ultimately the, the only thing that is bothering me about this is just communicate that. Right. Um, just be open and out front and yeah, you're gonna have people that are upset still and they're gonna be they're gonna get on to you, but that's gonna happen either way. Um,
1: you can't make everybody error happy. error on
0: the side of over communication. Probably the best, best bet that you could have.
2: Yeah, and the other thing I was gonna say, Carrie hit it right on the nose here. That was the other thing. Uh, some kind of team roster for fans would be Hello. great. How about a team roster for the broadcast? Yeah. Because as as uh, Todd pointed out, it, it seemed, and and I'm going to side with him here, you know, they, they, didn't have, they didn't have rosters. They didn't have numbers. They didn't know players' names other than, you know, a couple of key guys here and there. And no one in the fans had any idea either, since we don't have last names on the jerseys. Exactly. It would be really nice to have some sort of a pamphlet or a roster or something that fans can use so they they can familiarize themselves with these guys when they're out on the field. They know who they are.
1: Yeah. True. I've been saying that since last year. And then now I know last year it was a little bit easier because a lot of the team players were from here in San Antonio, but we have a lot of players now who aren't from San Antonio. Right. And we don't have, like, their moms or their dads say, oh, that's my son. And so I've always said we need a roster. We need last names on the shirts. And then um, at the end of the game, or I'm just going to jump ahead a little bit, they asked all the fans and the kids to come down and get the autographs. I or, thought that
0: was cool.
2: Yeah, that was.
1: It was amazing. But what happens if they could have passed out a little picture of the team? No, or no something? they had some. Oh, they did. I mean,
0: it wasn't a team picture, but they had some promotional.
1: I didn't see that. Uh, I didn't slick, get one.
0: Yeah, no, they were great looking. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I see them. Well, that but I was great. That, that, no, that was okay. Great.
1: Then I'll backtrack, but that was amazing because the kids' faces lit up.
0: No, it was great. It um, was great. Inviting the fans down on the field to. Uh, sign autographs and talk with players after the game, and and that's
2: part of the experience. And I'll
0: be I'll be dead honest with you. When they first announced that, it was it was a rough game. I was like, man, our players don't want to stick around and talk to these people. They've been playing hard and they've lost a game that um, they're upset about. Our players were our players and the Orlando players, and I got my issues with some of those Orlando players um, that I may or may not get into. But they were gracious. Yes. They talked with fans. Yeah, Took the pictures. commissioner talked with fans. They signed autographs. It was a really cool moment at the end of the game to watch everybody put football aside and focus on fans for a few minutes. We can talk a lot about the things they did wrong. Um, we, can, we need to talk about some of the things they did right, and that Definitely was the big a big one, for sure. right moment um, in the end.
2: Just to finish off on the uh, the rosters, though, just from experience, Philip and I can both say that helps a broadcast team tremendously – yeah, so we're <laughs> going to take
0: another break here in just a second, but let me say this. I know that some of you might have opinions. I know some of you do because you've reached out to me and you've told me
2: yep.
0: uh, opinions on the broadcasting. Um, I, I, I'm i going to say what I'm going to say and then I'm done with it because I don't want it to come off as sour grapes and I don't want it to come off as, oh, you're mad that you don't get to do it this year. I didn't want to do it this year. I'm, I've got right. something else going on in my life that would not have allowed me to do it this year. Right. So that's not even an option um, and I'm not angling for that. I thought it looked spectacular. Yes. Um, sport, Texas Sports Productions and Bobby uh, Stotzenberger did a great job Excellent. on the fly putting together a, a good-looking broadcast. I thought that the, the guys, the broadcast crew, um, once they're more comfortable, I, I'll, be, I'll be able to provide you more of an opinion. They were clearly not comfortable. And it was their first game to do it, first yeah. game to work together as far as I know. Uh, First game to do anything like this, and I'm not sure that they were adequately prepared by either team.
1: Right, true. So, uh,
0: that's tough. (laughs) They were given no upper hand anywhere along the way, Mm -hmm. and and they did what they could do. They did the
1: best they could. Um,
0: And I will, once once they get more comfortable, then I could give you maybe a a more um, reasonable critique of how the broadcast crew does but i don't think you can do that right now like i've had some of you reach out and want to kind of jab me and and i appreciate your comments i've had some of you reach out and go god you guys were so much better i appreciate that yeah um but that's not the point uh the point is we're moving forward with these guys and i want them to do a great job um and i think they will once they feel more comfortable and they're a bit more prepared and that's all i'm going to say about broadcast. Um, some of you have really wanted me to get into that, and um, I'm just not going to. I don't I don't want it to come off as, as uh, you know, sour grapes or anything like that because it's just not what it is. Um, we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about next week. Uh, I'm
1: going to go get my sweater.
0: And you're going to go get your sweater. You can call.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm, you know I'm always cold. My sweater's over there. It was on the, All right. the field goal thing.
0: Well, let's let RC go get a sweater, and we'll be right back after this. Thank you. Smokey Guns Podcast, Philip the Marcy Woods, Leo Yamas, talking about the gunslingers, uh talking about everything that happened on Saturday night, from the field to off the field to the tailgate. We've talked about all that kind of stuff. Um The Tailgate was fun. It was. It was. We had a good time. Truncated, a little short, but man, it was a blast. We uh, got to wish Michael Wayne Davis. That's
1: right. happy birthday. A happy
0: birthday. It was his birthday that uh that Saturday, so that, that weekend, was cool, Or uh, that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. He
1: turned um, fifty. Had his I think. whole family
0: there. Yeah. It was really cool. We had a good time.
1: We met the um, uh, Coach Shaw's parents. Family, yeah. Took yeah. pictures with them. Yeah, we're we're sure from Oklahoma. I did not get the uh, sweet potato pie, but I should well, get it this weekend. Well, we they, say, yeah.
0: they they were they were driving all the way down from Oklahoma. Give them a I over. know. I Give know, them
1: a All right.
0: Um, so around the NAL, I know you guys didn't get a chance to watch, but I I've watched a little bit of. I think I've watched most of all the games at this point. Um, Albany gets surprised by Carolina. Yeah. The Cobras surprised the champs and uh, and beat the champs. And then in Columbus, uh, the Lions and the Sharks were playing. That game went into overtime. Wow. And if you think our broadcast crew is getting guff okay. out there, uh, the Columbus Lions broadcast crew, when overtime is, is nigh, when it's clear that they're going into overtime, just straight up admitted, we have no idea how overtime works. Okay. <laughs> we don't. We don't know what overtime is going to look like. And they got a text message of, from what I understand from the guys over at Inside the Walls from uh, uh, Jim Murney over at uh, Inside the Walls, and he told them how it worked. And they went on the broadcast and said, "We got a text from the official podcast of the NAL, <laughs> and they said this is how overtime works." So, um, not just not just our broadcast crew that it was their first game. It's their first game. Uh, give him a break a little bit. It's I guarantee you it's harder than you think it is. Of
2: course oh it is. Oh, yeah.
0: It's way harder than you think it is. Um, that we can talk about. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> it is It is entirely harder you than you done think that. it is. Um, Todd Mintz says, but the Lions announcers have been together for four years. No joke. Okay. Well, yeah, but first game for everybody. I'm going to give him a break. Um, have my husband as I run. Have you seen the TikTok? No, I haven't seen the TikTok. We got to check that
2: out now, Sochi. (laughs) Um,
0: So right now, the way things stand, the Cobras, the Sharks. No, I'm sorry. The Cobras, the Lions, and the uh, Predators all have a win. And then uh, the other three teams, Albany, uh, Jacksonville, and the San Antonio Gunslingers all have a loss, which means – we're tied with the, with the champions from last there year. There you go. Yeah. We're right there. And we're, we're, second, we're even. We're, we're only one place. game back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're in second
0: place. We're tied for second place right now. It's fine.
1: Um, we're in good company.
0: Uh, Columbus comes in this week. I did watch a little bit of their game. Their quarterback, Daniel, I think is his name, last name. Uh, solid quarterback, but not. Uh, there is nothing about the team that I watched. Like, oh, Oh, this is going to be rough. Yeah. I, I think we can compete against this team as well. Um, we need to clean up some things, obviously, on the penalty side of things. I think that's very clear mm-hmm. to anybody that watches Yeah, we had
2: some big ones.
0: Or the game. You know, you, you got to clean up penalties, uh, clean up mistakes as much as you can. Nobody wants to throw an interception. Nobody's Nobody. ever trying to throw an interception. Uh, but you got to clean that kind of stuff up, too. And we can compete. And that's all we can ask for. That's right. We need to compete into the fourth quarter, and then if we get down to that, who knows? Uh, we could be 1-1 one and one next week. We could be 0-2 going into what is a two-week bye week um, after that.
1: That might hurt us a little bit.
0: I mean, it wouldn't be great, but... I'm going to miss everybody. I'd rather they compete. I like, yeah, I, for sure. I want them to be able to compete up against Columbus. Um, Columbus looked okay. I didn't think anybody. I wasn't so impressed with anything that I've seen so far to be like, ooh. Gunslingers are going to be outmatched all season long. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't see that. Albany and Carolina played really well, but I I, I don't think that the Gunslingers are, are out of their league right now. I think we're in the right spot. we just got to play cleaner Yep. Um, yeah. all the way around. And yeah. is that going to be difficult without a quarterback next week?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is. I have high hopes, though. I mean, it's like I said earlier, the offense is usually the last thing that you kind of get Button down and, and get in order when you've got a new offense, a new coach, you know, a, a new league in this case. It's, new roles. There's there's just a lot of new, and I think um, I think uh, things things are are gonna gonna look up uh, fairly soon. Uh, maybe even this weekend. I, I think uh, I think they might surprise some people. I, I I still have faith in in Coach Saw, and uh, I, I I do believe that he's the, the the right guy for this job from what I know of him and I, I think he's gonna uh, surprise some people and turn some things around so I, I'm 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 hopeful
0: you want the team to play better show up
2: yeah for sure mm-hmm. I mean
0: show up and show out and get behind them any athlete that's ever played in a stadium full of people will tell you that there is a boost that they can get off the fans mm-hmm. that's that- fans supporting them and getting behind them gives them that little extra like i want to do it for these people that are cheering for me and 700 people in the building just doesn't sound the same as 15
2: that's honestly one of the things that's starting to irritate me a little bit is hearing criticisms from people that aren't showing up exactly you know you you weren't there you didn't see even watching the stream now i know some people just couldn't be for whatever reason and that's fine it's okay you know I'm, i'm not saying that you know shame on you but shame on those that, that, that just want to criticize and, and don't really support the team, uh, d- never had any interest in, in, in being there. Uh, that's starting to irritate me because I've seen, seen quite a bit of that.
0: Bring three of your buddies yeah. or bring like. your family tomorrow, uh, to, to the game this week. Mm-hmm. Spend your 100 bucks. come out, enjoy the game, see if it's something you'd ever do again. Try it once.
1: Right. If you try it and you don't like it, then that's okay. And I really guarantee, should, yeah. if
0: you're watching it on the stream and going, "Oh, I wouldn't pay money for this," you are not experiencing the thing. You're not the experiencing thing. the yeah. whole thing. No, you're just not.
2: Not even. Um, not even half.
0: It, it's a completely different deal to sit in the fans, uh, sit in the stands with other fans, with your friends, have a beer, bring your card so that you can get that beer. That's right. Um, and and enjoy uh, football with the rest of the crowd. Like you're missing the experience by doing it on youtube
1: they even had um the t-shirts that they were throwing out yeah john Wayne which was really tr- cool oh, you know what? i yeah. want to see
0: some more of that hey I hey would... hector jason i yes, want some more of that, that kind of stuff um tape some tape some pool noodles in a circle and do a ring toss around uh, you know around somebody in between plays or in between quarters i
1: see i think what we do some do fun is...
0: stuff on the field get people involved
1: get one of those um or i even think maybe we could even do that you know that uh, uh drop screen or whatever. We can take pictures at Smoking Gun podcast. Oh yeah. And then just have pictures, you know? Have Like a, a photo booth? Yes, like a photo booth. Like we can just post something up there or they can get that little gun and then put the t-shirts in there and then shoot it off. I thought
0: the I thought the truck driving around the field with the lady throwing and the first throw was awful.
1: Yes, it was. Carol. it went <laughs> <with> Carol. <laughs> the the look, But she got it figured out. She backwards. figured it out. She she got got
0: figured it out. <laughs> out. Um Overall, it was a it was great a experience. decent first game.
1: Yes, yeah,
2: but a great experience. It was a
0: great experience, and I, I mean, it's only going to be successful. and And if you want, look, if you want to help the team, show up.
1: Exactly, that's all yeah. you can do.
0: Show up and be loud and be, uh, be a fan.
1: Be positive.
0: Uh, don't come at me with your opinion about this needs to change or that needs to change or this is bad or that is bad. If you're not investing in this somewhere along yeah. the way, yeah. yeah. Like, we're investing time and effort, and you guys are investing money. I've invested some money, and I don't have a lot yeah. to invest, but I've invested some money in this. It's going to take an investment from us to make this happen. It's We've talked since the beginning of this whole thing. These guys aren't millionaires. Nope. They're not, uh, you know, they're not able to do everything on their own. They're going to need help from the community around them, and that's mm-hmm. us. That's right. Yep. And that's our job, and that's how we have to to help with this stuff.
2: Yeah, and come hang out with us. Come hang out with us early. Section Show up 10. early, because the the tailgate, as short as it is, it's still so two hours. Uh, you know, tailgate. Right. It's part of the experience. It's part of the fun. It is. And we had a lot of fun with the group that we had there. Yep. And if I'll- we had, you know, fifty people there, sixty people there, hundred people there, it'd be that much more fun.
1: And I'm double up on the recipe for the um, the shots.
0: Yeah. So you were using what? Fireball and yes. cherry.
1: It was cherry limeade jello. Yeah. I think it was a big hit. Did you like it? <clears throat> It was all right. Yeah.
0: It was an interesting mix. It was an yeah. interesting flavor I profile. It.
1: Yeah. You think I, I should it keep it or should I do the cherry um, uh, jello with the fireball?
2: Isn't that what you did?
1: I did cherry limeade. Oh. Keep up.
2: I thought it was good, but if you want to mix it up, <laughs> I mean, I'll take whatever you give me.
1: So I think I brought like 40. I'm going to double it and bring 80.
2: Okay. Eight Sounds shots. good. So right. be ready. But people need to be there to uh, take those shots. Yeah, you don't so. wanna
1: want to see me drunk going in there. So Here
2: we are. We're bribing you with shots. That's right. There you go. Come on out. Jello shots, that is. Uh, yeah, that's true.
1: Jello shots.
0: So come on out. Enjoy the tailgate. Come on out. Uh, enjoy the game. And, and and have a great time. Win out. or lose, you're going to have a great time. And
1: hang out with us in Section 10.
0: Yeah, Section 10. Somebody, somebody emailed me before the game. Uh-huh. Uh, said, hey, I, I, we got done with the air show. They were over at the air show. Oh, cool. And they said, hey, we're done with the air show. We want to come to the game. Where should we sit? And I said, sit in Section 10. Section
1: 10. That's we'll where be you there. should sit. And they're um, not real strict on seating. Like, you can move around. They yeah, move around some. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but go buy your tickets. $100, bucks, 4 of you. Teacher's um,
1: appreciation, come on. We only have, like, what, four more weeks left? You can come out this Saturday and we enjoy. We've got five
0: games because six no, games total. No, no, total. I'm saying yeah. to the yeah. teachers, five. we only have, like, oh, five yeah, yeah. weeks
1: left of, of work. Oh, you guys lucky? Start that celebrating.
0: So <laughs> I got a senior that graduates. Ooh, whoa. Whoa. I'm not there. ready for any of that. Oh, I um, feel you. Happy so,
2: birthday to April, by the way. So happy cheap. birthday. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, Jason to Torres, one of the owners, his, his, uh, better half, his. Yep.
1: Happy birthday to you.
0: So, um, yeah, so I'm I mean, smoking let's, over here. I can't yeah, breathe. Yeah, we're right in the path of somebody's cigarette.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that.
0: Is what it is. Uh, not any of the players.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe
0: a coach. No, not a I coach either. We're they're smoking. all the way. They're way away.
2: Spectators on the soccer, yeah.
0: Um, so come out and support the team. Like, that's, that's your job. That's what you have to do as a fan. You do. Um, you got to jump on board. And you got to support. This team.
1: Jerry's coming to this they're, game. They're
0: they're they're not going to. Some people have jumped on and said, "Oh, with this kind of attendance, they're not going to be able to sustain this thing." You know what? That's true. You're right. At 700 people a game, they're not going to be able to sustain this thing. So we got to do something about that. We got to fix that. And they got to do their part too. And I I, I realize that, and, and I think they're working on that. Um, but they we've got to do our part and get people out there.
1: Get rosters. Get rosters.
0: Yeah, get some rosters.
1: Programs, get your programs. Yeah.
0: Uh, set up a, a merch table. They did a, a great job with That'd that last good. year. They had yeah, a merch table did. set up. We, I was looking for one this time. Didn't see one. Um, but these are things that they'll get fixed. Yeah. They did this all, yeah. They did this last season, too, where there were things they needed to improve on. And other than your porta-potties, they yes, got all of those I, I, I understand. Our, and our scoreboard. They got everything taken care of. Yeah, they did. So we got to believe they'll do it again. What else do we need to cover? I think get that's about your it. tickets. Get your tickets. Hundred bucks, four of them. Heck, buy buy four tickets and then hand them out to your buddies at work and, and be like, like "Hey, I'm going to be here on Saturday. I better see you."
1: And if you don't know what to get your mom for Mother's Day, which is May eighth, buy her ticket and a week before go to the game. Right. Sure. Come Why on. Not?
0: Why not? There's April thirtieth. There's
1: a lot of moms out there.
0: Yeah. Come out a, a week before. Maybe it should be Mom's Appreciation Day, but it's going to be Teacher Appreciation.
1: Teacher Appreciation. That's
0: what we're doing. Uh. Well. With that being said, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. So for all of those arena football fans all around the country, for the, the Lions out in Columbus, mm-hmm. the Predators down in Orlando, we, we'll we we'll, we'll we'll, get you. We'll get you. Uh, for the Sharks in Jacksonville, the Empire in Albany. Uh, who have I left out? I've left out somebody.
2: Yeah. Uh. You said Jack, Cobra. You know, the cobras. The cobras over in skeets. Carolina.
0: For all the teams out there in the NAL, in the NAL, when it comes to arena football, the 2-1-0 got something to say.
1: Bang bang.